This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. clear when you're a guest in my home you gotta come to me empty-handed I said no gifts your presence is presence enough and I already had too much stuff so how do you dare disobey me Welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. We're in the backyard. It's 91 degrees. And I'm just thinking about you and whatever the hell you're doing. Um, I don't know what it is. I hope it's something neat or cool for my sake. I don't want you doing something embarrassing during the podcast. Uh, what else is going on? I already said it's very hot. So, you know, when we we record in the summer outdoors towards the end of the podcast both the guest and the host become delirious so just buckle up uh let's get into the show i love today's guest it's greta teitelman oh my god greta welcome to i said no gifts i'm it's truly an honor to be here (laughs) it really is it's an honor to be here i love talking to you i love talking to you i was complimenting your like listening to you speak is truly ASMR for me because it's so beautiful. It feels so of another time to That's me when I listen nice. to your voice. This is a very nice version of what people frequently say, which is you talk strange or you your voice is different. And that's about No, what those I get. people are wrong. <laughs> and those people just isn't it interesting the comments? Like I would never leave a comment like that. <laughs> Absolutely not. Because Com- it's not like a troll comment. It's just like a strange observation that's like kind of mean. People, comments do something to very normal people who are not trying to be mean, but like it removes the manners in a way that they like, they'll say things that are maybe facts. Yeah. But there's no tact in the inter- on the internet. No. So it's immediately like, oh, this is, An I'm being assaulted. Yes. yes. It's. Interesting. Very interesting. I don't. I just do emojis now. <laughs> I'm I'm very in the emoji That's world it. at this point. I'm constantly looking for new ones that they've added. Yes. And I, you know, I try to just uh, emojis. I don't really use logically. Yeah. No, you shouldn't. No, you, it should. They shouldn't be contextual. Like if you're using an emoji logically, you are a boomer. <laughs> Absolutely. A thousand percent. But now I find myself, when people comment non-emoji 
analog smiley. <laughs> I'm like, what are you trying to say? Of course, it's very confusing. Then I'm like, what does that mean? Where are you coming from? Yeah, I'm like, are you being a bitch? Are you being, are you hitting on me? Are you being sincere? Like, what is that? It's the wall of digital, digital wall. It's crazy. Let me ask you this. We had to reschedule this podcast. We did. Because I was on jury service. Uh, when you got this, did you yes. think... What a stupid excuse, or did you no, really believe it? I really believed it because a few weeks ago, I was on I was You're on jury duty, but I didn't I didn't get called. You oh so you I never was went doing in. The thing. No, I was like logging in every. Mm -hmm. But my husband kept on being like, "If you don't get called on Monday and Tuesday, you're probably not going to get called." Right. But because I am like you know scared, I'm gonna. I don't I, I'm a scaredy cat with that kind of uh, stuff. I'm getting I'm like, in trouble. Yeah, like I'm I'm scared that like the IRS is uh gonna arrest me for something. And then my <laughs> husband always is like, Well, you don't make enough money for them to care. And I'm like, Well, isn't that humbling? Um but I was waiting to be called for right. jury duty. Mm -hmm. And when I saw that, I was like, huh, I guess it's jury season. It must be because I know so many people. Maybe it's like yeah. uh, they're dipping into the comedy world. Yeah, and they're, just like, thinking, hmm. they're like, who are these people that have all these, this free time now? <laughs> Truly anyone in the entertainment industry. The strike industry. is happening and they're just like, oh, everyone can serve on a jury. Double striking now. Double strike. The only thing I, I can get income from is the podcast, which is the only thing I'm not protected in. <laughs> so I can just be worked to death in this industry. The other two are kind of watching my back. I saw... Uh, I saw Megan Gailey tweeted. She's like, I have 19 podcasts and nice feet. Like, I'll be fine. <laughs> and I was like, facts. Go for it. Yeah. It's like, it's funny. It's podcasting and stand up and all of this stuff. Like, we always feel like, yeah, like once I get like really big, like I'll never need any of this. And now it's like, this, I guess, is literally all I'll ever need. Truly. Or all that I'll ever be able to have. Yes. It's Ugh. it's horrifying. Awful. I mean, I, I'm trying not to think about what the future holds because... We can't. I mean, it's. I think we've got another six months of income from the entertainment industry. <sighs> it's like, <laughs> it's, it's really too much. Yes. So now we just need to sit in this thick summer heat. <laughs> And just be gorgeous about it. Feels it feels great. It feels very summery. I mean, despite the fact that it's 91 degrees, I feel okay so far. Yeah, I do too. In the shade. Wait, I have a question for you about jury duty. Yeah. So, so, oh, yeah. I'm happy to get back to jury duty. Okay. So, wait. Correct me if I'm wrong. You get called. Mm -hmm. And then they see if you get selected. Yes. So, when do you know if you've been selected? Greta, I called Monday night. No, Sunday night. Okay. They didn't need me. Okay. So, it's like I'm off the hook. Okay. I've got the rest of the week free. Great. Then I call Monday night. I'm on service. So they're giving you a map. You're parking in the Disney in the concert thing. hall. Uh, all of this. Not the not the parking. <laughs> not the parking. Not, I mean, that's what gave me anxiety moving to LA. The parking. Oh, wait, what? Well, we can get back to yeah, this. Yeah, let's, yeah, let, yeah, yeah. let's continue down the jury duty thing for a minute. So I go in jury selection. Is the most inefficient use of time I have ever, ever seen. Day one, we get maybe... A third of the way through, I think there are probably 25 people that are going through asking all these questions. Like, do you have any biases? Biases, like, have, where are you from? Right, right, right. Uh, do you have any uh, obligations? This kind of thing. And God bless everybody, but you see some of the dumbest people alive in this thing. I love it. <laughs> it's, so we, Isn't we, it refreshing? It's like, I, I not to be like t quoting a million 
people, but I saw that Jeremy Allen White, Jennifer Coolidge discussion on Variety. Oh, I haven't seen this. And Jennifer Coolidge was like, it's important to watch bad stuff. Oh, She's yeah, like, of course. because then you remind yourself that like, there's so much bad shit out there that sometimes I think it's refreshing to be in a situation where you don't know the person and you're just like, man, I'm so much smarter than all these people. <laughs> and I mean, it's an interesting feeling because I... I'm an absolutely uh, average intelligence. So you feel like it's Well, you feel as if you're absolutely average intelligence compared to (laughs) to the the people you surround yourself with. Right. So like there are some of my friends where I'm with them. I truly feel like I've never read a book. Some of these people. (laughs) Oh, of course. Surrounded by I'm like, that I have sort of no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> no idea. Yeah, so, I mean, go to jury duty. You will feel like, I mean, valedictorian. Amazing. Um, yeah, so day one goes by. Day two goes by. They still haven't selected anybody. Uh, we get into day three. Go to lunch. Come back. I was just about to say, are you bringing a lunch? What's the they lunch They send you vibe? off to lunch. Grand Central Market's nearby. Okay. So there's some options. How Do we get an hour? Well, you get way more time. than They... they Minimum is an hour and a half. Oh, my God. Why are we going on an hour and a half lunch break? That's like during... a two-martini lunch. <laughs> yes. That's I crazy. I could get a hotel room. I know you could. Uh, but none of them were an hour and a half. All were two hours or more. <gasps> I mean, what I'm telling you. What were they doing in this two-hour break? I think they were chatting. They must have been chatting. About what? I don't know. I think they were just shooting the shit. Oh, my God. But uh, day three, the judge says, I want to respect your time, so we're going to do a clean hour and a half. And I'm already, I'm furious. I'm absolutely livid. Livid. We come back an hour and a half, have to wait another hour, and temperature is rising. So we're at Thursday. Yes. We go in. They dismiss all of us. No. They've come to a deal. No. It was an incredible feeling. I'm sorry. That should be illegal. You should be able to sue. I know. I was at that point. I was like, "Well, I'm in it. I might as well be a." Okay. What do you? What, what does that mean? They like negotiated mm. something. Don't you think that they should only go through a jury selection process if they know that they even need a jury? Well, I think the defendant, upon hearing what everybody in the jury and I can't say what the other thing was, hearing what everybody's opinion on the issue was. He and his lawyer, was like, I'll take who a I deal. almost got in a fight with, uh, I think that they were just like, let's just You almost got settle. into a fight? This My God, this is attorney. like a Matthew McConaughey movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad. What happened? I can't say because of the, oh, the nature of the of question like the, he asked I, me made me furious. And Oh my God, I want to know the question so bad. <laughs> I will say the other thing he did, and I think I can say this is, Day three, we come in and the the attorneys greet us. Um, the prosecutor says good morning. The defense attorney says good morning, and we all say good morning. And he says, "I, you've got more energy than that. Let's hear no, a good morning." <laughs> I would literally be like, "Fuck off! You're the only one that's being paid to be here." Yes, you it's can't not do a good a- morning to me, sir. You don't do a. I can't hear you. At yeah, jury like duty. let's get loud. Like what? Furious. Unless he brought Cinnabons for everyone, (laughs) then like I have nothing. There's no reason for me to be happy. I just parked in the Disney Expo (laughs) fucking parking lot. I've walked 15 minutes in the heat. Yes. Not for me. I mean, do, do they see your your complexion? You can't be walking of 15 course. minutes in the heat. I, I'm, I, you know, I'm shining white. Here's a genuine question: When questioning you, do you have to disclose like? 
that you you were raised Mormon? Um, And is that something that would be like a bias? Like, I've always wondered about that. Like, would I need to be like, oh, I'm half Jewish? Only if it has to do with the case. Okay. Only if it has some even distant connection, you might mention it. Right. Okay. Um, but th- I mean, in some this case, that had things like, uh, "Has this happened in your life, or whatever?" And uh, so you do answer those questions, and then you can sidebar with the judge if you don't want to say it in front of everybody, right. which everybody did. And so it was just most people. I think it takes a day. And now, because I wasn't selected, oh, you can be selected again in a year. Hell, if you go through it, you got six years. I'm going to be doing this next June. It's. <laughs> It's going to kill me. I mean, although I do know people who just actively avoid it. Nothing's ever happened to them. Well, I do know people that go and have fibbed. They got nailed? Oh, they fibbed. Oh, right. Like, I know people that have said bad fibs to get out. The temptation is there. 100%. I mean, they basically say, if you have uh, plane tickets, let us know. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I've pushed jury duty a million times. Mm -hmm. And then finally, I was like, I just got to bite the bullet and do it. Because they don't really have a cap on how many times you can push. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. I, well, what happened I don't know. to me I is I forgot like, to push. Oh, and then there, there she blow. Mm-hmm. Also, sorry, everyone's like falling asleep in their car <laughs> listening to this conversation. But I will say this is soothing. Isn't this soothing talking People about jury duty? People love to talk about jury duty. I think this is soothing. To me, this is like, we're all humans. You know what and I mean? And we have this thing kind of coming for us. Yes. It's coming for every, every American listener, certainly. Looming. Yes. Looming. But... You know what really pisses me off? Make my jury badge digital. Oh, I do not Honey, need a paper. I'm not holding on the to that. Panic? Digging around in my bag? I moved with that paper. Oh, you're kidding. I was like the panic that came over my body. And I was like, at 2 a.m., waking up, be like, I don't know where my jury duty paper is. <laughs> that is cruel. Yeah, that's. We've Make moved it past digital. It. Give me an app. Let me put it in my wallet, my uh, Apple, wallet. Apple wallet. Yes. I've got all sorts of garbage in there. I should be able to put a jury, jury duty. duty. Oh, oh, you're scared that a hacker is going to take it? <laughs> be my guest. Literally. They also give you a paper ticket for the parking. It's, Hell, it's all... They are setting up trap after trap for you. It's just bad. It's a, a bad system. And I will say... And we're the first people to say that. Yes, we are. Everybody else has been loving it <laughs> up to this point. It. They're hyping it online. It's like, you gotta go to jury duty. <laughs> It's, but I will say, Jury Duty television show made it popular. It did make it popular. You know what? I wondered why we haven't gotten the Jury Duty meet cute rom com. Oh, interesting. You know that could that could easily happen. So does the do we follow them through the entire Jury Duty, or do they meet and then? Well, here's my question to you: Is it the defendant and a juror? Oh, is it like a it like a uh, like the an unspoken? Boy. Yeah, is it like because you know they can't talk. <laughs> right. But, like, it can be a love story, like, through their eyes, you know? That's a great—that's actually a good movie. Yeah, and then, like, they're, like, watching. <laughs> Deeply unhealthy deep, relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, he goes to jail, but, like, she's so in love. They end up getting, like, married. Like, you know, but they, like, never kiss. <laughs> she fights the rest of the jurors yeah. to l- let him yeah, go Yeah, let free. him go. It was an amazing speech. She's like, this man— <laughs> It's kind of a jailhouse bride situation. Yes, yes. We all want to be that bride. Of course. Of <laughs> Fall course. in love with some guy in jail. Imagine. You get to live your own life, but you get the, the nice letters. I mean, it's kind of 
just would say it's kind of nice. It probably is. Yeah, nice. you're living in your own life. You really are living your full life. And you know there's somebody out there that cares that about you. That loves you. That's all you need. And that you get to see on your terms. Oh, absolutely your yeah. terms. Until the tunnel is dug or what have you. And yeah. then they become a burden. Exactly. And, and then you're like, Ugh. we're on the run. Yeah. Oh, being on are- the run. <laughs> How stressful is that? To be on the run. <laughs> I, there wouldn't be a moment of rest for me. I think I would, if I had to go on the run, I would have a heart attack immediately. Where do you think you would go on the run? I would go into, you have to go into the desert. You must. Right? I mean, it's a requirement. Right. Because, I mean, in LA, there's really, I guess you could drive into the woods, but that's a longer drive. Mm. And the, you're driving up the five, which is very boring. There, and like, we can't, you need to be in like a non-monitored section. Yes. Which is why the desert feels like a, the place you can go to not be found. Yes, you go out there and so eventually... So you wouldn't flee. You'd stay domestic. Oh, yeah, I would absolutely stay domestic. Because I, I get into another country and I'm fully... Uh, You're done. Yeah, fish out of water situation. Yeah. I mean, maybe if I fled to Canada. Well, you need to go to a country that has that doesn't do, that won't extradite you. Right, and what countries, let's let's give some tips right now. <laughs> what countries at this point can you flee to? I think that Where's you Polanski? can flee, I think, well, hold on. Let me think about this because I did recently look this up. <laughs> Not like Crimea, but like something, are you Googling this? Annalise is Googling what countries can, can you commit a crime? Don't have extradition. And flee to. I think you can flee to um, a country that, that what? Annalise has answers. Um, to begin, Afghanistan. Okay. Algeria. Okay. Andorra. Angola. Wait, did you just say, oh, Andorra? Or it's with two R's. Okay. Yeah. Also, I think the name of uh, Wait, is Samantha that the Stevens' Channel? mother oh, in Bewitched, but say, I'm not okay. sure. I think it's a different spelling. No, you're right. You are correct. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, Armenia. Okay. Azerbaijan. Okay. Behran. This is really testing my, <laughs> like, <laughs> freshman like U.S. Yeah. Geo pronunciations. Yeah. This is terrifying. Um, Bangladesh, Belarus, um, Benin, Benin, Bhutan, Botswana, Brunei. They're oh still in the beach. Give me, like, yeah, give there's me something. Tons. Like, what do there's we have in the tons. Caribbean? <laughs> yeah, something like, that feels tropical yeah, and fun. Like, Cuba. Me... Oh, Cuba, there we go. <laughs> and people love Cuba. Something that feels tropical and fun. <laughs> and Cuba, that, you get to so see all Cuba's the... Cuba's number one. And then what's, what, what else? Like, let's go a little lower. Do we have anything, like, with the... With a saint. Yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Are there- Vatican City. Oh. Vatican City. Interesting. And then you become the Pope. But then you can't leave Vatican City, oh, which is also very interesting. Trapped. United Arab Emirates. Oh, Dubai. Dubai. Okay. So, some options. You can be with Lindsay Lohan option. in Dubai. <laughs> you could clean hotels there. Uh, there are options. You know, like, I'm fairly... I've only been to Dubai in the airport. You have been to Dubai? Just the airport. Okay. Where were I, you traveling? I was traveling to Singapore. Okay, great. And it was for, it was, this was before I, before I worked in good old showbiz, <laughs> I was working as a photo assistant. But the airport in and of itself, better than Disney World. Really? How so? It's just wild. What's going on there? Do they have like a ski slope or Basically, something? Wow. Like everything you can think of. And don't even get me started. I, I didn't go, but the executive lounges in these places, it's like an Amman. Wow. Yes. Did you get to go in the Hudson News? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not there. What a shame. Close it down. Imagine if they had like, if I was like, it's like Epcot. They had like a little New York, like a little JFK. And you got to go to Hudson News and Shake Shack and like Jumba Juice. 
That would be cute. That would be very cute. That's a missed opportunity for them. I will say the airport in Singapore, yes. gorgeous. I've been to that airport. Isn't it's it stunning? Beautiful. Florals everywhere, fountains and everywhere. In, yeah, right. And in, in a way that feels classy. Oh, yeah. Feels like it's not like, I imagine the Dubai one, it's eh, giving, pushing it. It's giving wealth. It's right. giving... Um, Waste. It's giving je ne sais uh, like money, money is king, you know? Right, right. And Singapore, it's kind of, we're sophisticated in that we have a gorgeous airport. Right. Come enjoy our city-state. Yeah. Beautiful airport. If you get the chance, fly through Singapore. Yeah, you gotta go. (laughs) Um, How did we get here? always the question. Extradition, (laughs) uh, fleeing a crime. Here's the stressful thing about (laughs) flying to a country, uh, like flying to Cuba, for example. Here's where I fall off. Okay, the crime needs to be premeditated Mm -hmm. or you need to know what's coming. Like, tax fraud or right, something. Right, they're on to you. Right. It's only a matter of time. So you either need to be like, a, it needs to be either like a premeditated murder right, or like a crime you know you've been doing to have enough time to get a fake right, passport. Right, to book the ticket, get yeah. the passport, yeah. book hotels. Right. Or like, I guess in the sense of like the tax stuff, since you're going to a country that you don't, there's no extradition, you could go early. You could be like, I know these fuckers are going to be on to me next week, so I'm right. just going to get out of here now. But they would still probably try and block you. Right. Other, I mean, there's no, like, killing your husband and then no. getting on Expedia. No. It's, um... <laughs> Even though I'm sure there are people that have. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, desperation. Just kayak.com. Online shopping. We love it. That should be a good, for when for, for after you kill your husband, kayak.com. <laughs> that should be their new thing. <laughs> because, like, I don't have time to get a fake passport and a new identity. I don't and, have time to get a real passport. It's exactly, very difficult. I know. And, like, I don't know who the plug is for a fake one, let alone... A real one. Do you think there's someone in your life who could get you a fake passport? 100%. Interesting. And I know exactly who they are. Would it be a like... Legit. And it wouldn't be like, oh, I know somebody who knows somebody. No, like I would go to him and he would be like, I got you and I wouldn't ask any questions. Wow. And he would figure it out for me. I've got to meet him. I'm sure that... This would be a very expensive right. uh, investment. They, they can kind of name their price. Do you want me to text him right now and see if he <laughs> yeah, could? See if he can get on the get him started on this. And after the I, podcast, I text we'll him see and, how I long ju- it takes. and I just say, I have a question. Yes, actually ask him and see what he has to say. <laughs> well, actually, maybe he wouldn't be happy with me texting him. Oh, for that's a fake true passport. because then it's recorded. Yeah, then it's like. It's burned in the digital. Right. That has to be something you ask, like, as you pass each other in the mall. I'll ask him at dinner. I'm I'm supposed to see him next week. Make it as anonymous as possible. I'll text you and I'll say, he said yes. Have him write it it down on a napkin and then you burn it with a candle at the table. That kind of thing. Wow. What a world we live in. And I've got no one in my life like that. What have I yeah, done me. wrong? I mean, yeah, now, now, but it's like one But away. now you can call me and I can call him and then we right. can get you sorted. Set up a date. Set up but a little see, blind I'm date with this criminal. I'm very confident that he can do it. And then, no, I, I feel confident he can do oh, it. Oh, I'm so thrilled to have this. Because he's like a retired criminal. Oh, interesting. Okay, right. You know? Right, a gentleman criminal? Yeah. Oh, I love it. 
We need more gentlemen we criminals. We do. I also know a lot of retired criminals, I think. <laughs> wow, I love this. I don't think that they would call themselves that, but I call right. them that. I don't feel like many criminals use the word criminal. No, it's a sexual word. It's so sexual. He's a criminal. <laughs> That's criminal. Fiona Apple. Oh, I've been song? a bad, bad girl. <laughs> yeah. I mean, speaking of, I mean, this is the segue. Mm. Greta, I was mm. so happy to have you on the podcast. I'm so happy to be here. It's called I Said No Gifts. Mm-hmm. You trot into my backyard. I do. Holding, first of all, a salad, which you forced me to put in my fridge. Forced you. Uh, it's just sitting in there, some sort of salmon. Yes. Um, is so, it a vegan home? It is not a vegan home. Okay. Thank God. Thank what would have happened? It would have had to rot in the sun. I don't know. Like, I do wonder... You know, I have a lot of vegan friends and I know all of them would let me put my salmon salad in their fridge. But like, I do wonder, like, would Moby let me put? Oh, interesting. I don't think so. I don't think so. There's a vegan home out there that that wouldn't be allowed. 100%. And I respect that. Uh, I don't. I Uh. mean, (laughs) it's their private fridge. So, like, I get it. If someone were to come to my house and be like, hey, we put this pig's head in your fridge. Well, a pig's head and a salmon salad. There's. Well, I'd be like... Actually, I'd probably say yes, because then I'd be like, ugh, what's this pig head just going to sit outside? That's worse. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you don't want that rotting in the yard. Yeah, I mean, I would uh, have an issue. I would get in a fight with that person. Yeah. Whatever, we're probably going to get in another fight here, because you brought a gift. I did. Sorry. (laughs) I know you said no gifts. I know. It sucks to hear. It's a painful thing for me to hear. It really is. You need to get better at receiving positivity and gifts in your life. <laughs> Never happening. <laughs> Never happening. I will not improve my character. I, I honestly kind of gave you two gifts. Right. because it, So it's in kind of this gorgeous brown wrap. Um, mm-hmm. And on top of it, there's a button that says girl power. Yeah. Which we love. Yeah. You know, it's I a, saw it on my way out the door and I said, I'm going to put this as the bow. Should I put it on my shirt now? Sure. Okay, let's see here. Is this kind of... Are people going to be like, it's the uh, I'm a feminist shirt? I mean, it's it's very like Subaru and girl power. It's saying something. I am wearing a Subaru shirt. Yeah, it is saying I'm, something. Yes. Do you need help? I got oh, it. Oh, you got it. Uh, I'll put the mic down. Now we're putting, we're putting girl power next to the Subaru. And honestly, I think it's good. I look great. I love it. No one can blame me for wearing this. And it's like, it's what a simple message. Girl power. Girl power. It's been, it's timeless. Yeah, it, it really is. Yes. I uh, I mean, girl power really had a resurgence in 96 with mm-hmm. Spice Girls. Yep. And then has kind of just simmered. I think of all the annoying fucking sayings, girl power is my fave. I don't think it's annoying, actually. I think I, I think I like it a lot. <laughs> I think it's because it probably has been through the cycle so many times oh, yeah. that it's worn. It, it's hard to hate. And I do just hear like Mel B in my head be like, "Go power," <laughs> you know, like girls, yeah, go power. Yeah, you we've know? got that. You know, I, like what other, what which ones are annoying at this point? Like, what's a more recent thing that could be annoying in this level? Girl boss. Girl boss, which um, I almost think is kind of almost circled back around. We've, girl boss is the new girl power. Um, Ten years from now, that will be on boss the Boss bitch. <laughs> uh, put, um, I like pussy power. That doesn't bother me. Um, fe- like, fe- fema, like, like when people try to be like, fem- like plays on like feminists. Like, oh, sure. This puts pussy bites back. Like, ugh. <laughs> men have none of these. No. What's happening? Why, what's causing this? Men don't need <laughs> men don't need to fight for their rights. 
But men, I'm sure, are capable of thinking of stupid things to say about like, themselves. Like this penis, penis power. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I've got it on. Should I, I love open it. the package? Yeah, you should. Okay. I love This is an eco-friendly love, uh, package. An eco-friendly. The feel of a like a grocery bag. Well, that's exactly what the feel is. Is Nothing it I is love it more. like wrap? Oop. Ooh, one one little section. How am I taking this apart? Well, we're kind of just un unearthing oh my it. God, I'm actually <laughs> thrilled about this. I need this so bad. Do you? I it's a fly swatter. Yeah. <laughs> and I figured it was a perfect gift for the summer. This is such an ideal gift. I've been using magazines for the last three weeks. And here you are. I uh, I mean, to get into it, 11 o'clock the other night, I'm okay. playing Nintendo. My boyfriend's supposedly gone to bed. Mm. I'm in such a good place. He comes storming out demanding I kill a fly in the bedroom. He says that he can't, he, the it's noise. Buzzing. It, the buzzing. Mm. And this is a real test of both of our hearing power because I simply cannot hear the buzz. And he's like, I'm, I'm like him. I'm like the buzzing, the yeah, buzzing. He, wouldn't, he couldn't go back to bed. Yeah. And the fly kept getting away and getting away. I have eventually killed a house plant trying to swipe <gasps> at it. And now, if I had had the laser accuracy of a fly swatter. No, that plant would still be alive. That plant would still be alive. I would have gotten back to my game sooner. What was the last time you used one of these? It's been years. It is simply an amazing invention. Because it's like, what it is, what it gives you is the speed. It gives you the speed and the distance. The distance. Because with a magazine, it's you've, it's essentially your hand. And there's something that feels more cruel about a magazine. Right. I'm hitting you with... The weight. The culture. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is, society hates you. You'll never uh, come to that sort of thing. Exactly. But this is just a piece of plastic yeah. that I found under the sink. Exactly. And I'm going to kill you. 100%. How often are you using one of these? Well... My husband is really addicted to them. <laughs> so the reason why I had an extra fly swatter is because he got a pack of fly swatters. Oh, how many were in the pack? Six. And I thought to myself, this is simply too much. You only need one fly swatter. Absolutely. So I thought to myself, I'm going to take one of these <laughs> and bring it as my gift. Initially, this was not my original gift. Oh, interesting. I had two other gifts that were options. But think about, I mean, we can get into that in a minute, but uh, you've really made a smart choice here. Well, I thought to myself, you receive, even though you don't want to receive gifts, you receive gifts every podcast. Constantly. And that's a lot of gifts. Too many. So I thought to, well, which is what eliminated my first gift. Okay. Do you want to know what my first gift was going to be? It was going to be a un- opened a wrapped DVD of Schindler's List. Never, that would just be sitting on my shelf for the rest of my life. Correct. <laughs> and I was hesitant because I was like, is, it, is, is that like a political statement? Right. You know what it I mean? It becomes a thing where we're like, what? Yeah. What are we, and we have to be sensitive talking about right. it. And then Conversation like, shuts down. And to be honest with you, it was really just in a box of things in my garage okay. that was intact. So what does that say about your priorities? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> where, where did the DVD come from? Do you remember? Well, when we moved, my Abe has like 9 million DVDs. Mm. And I was like, 
honey, we can't keep all these. <laughs> and then it turns out he did keep some. And maybe I'm the evil person for being like wanting to gift them off to people. Right. So that was my first one. And okay. then I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And then my second gift, I was going to bring you a kumquat from my garden. Mm, not a bad idea. Something no, and could... I thought it would be really funny to like put the little kumquat in a huge box <laughs> and like, you know, ha ha ha. Um, have you just ripping apart paper and paper? And then I was like, the box that I did have was like too huge. And I was right. like, oh, this is going to take forever. And eventually you'll have a gift that needs to go in that box. Uh, yeah. And I was just like, this is, this is too crazy. Right, right. And then I thought, Greta, give a gift you would want to receive. Incredible. And that's a fly swatter. It's so unbelievably thoughtful. I mean, the weird thing to me is why I haven't used one in such a long time. Because there's something that feels unnecessary about it. Because it's like... Now, we you use a magazine, use a newspaper, use right. whatever, your hand. And it's a luxury. It's a luxury product. <laughs> it's ultimately a luxury item. Yeah, These it's a luxury item. These are sold in the Dubai airport. Yeah, it's a luxury item. I do actually have a photo. I wonder if I can find it. Speaking of airports, of being in the airport and a woman that had a giant fly swatter sticking out of her <laughs> what, She brought it on the plane? Yes. Let me see if it's I can find it. It's borderline weapon. Do you think... It will show up if I search fly swatter on my phone. No. Back. This is a new test. I might need to search luggage. Is this an option in photos? Yeah. You can search objects now. You can. I had no idea. Um, luggage. Oh wow. How do I have I have 956 photos of luggage? (laughs) That seems a little crazy. (laughs) Did I find it? I found it. You're kidding. (laughs) <laughs> That's a Gallagher size. Yeah. Bicycle. It's a blue. I can send you the photo. Please. We'll post that to Instagram. It's a, it's a blue leopard rolly bag <laughs> with, I took this photo on June 3rd, 2015. I don't know what airport I was at, but I mean. You could use that to flip pancakes. It's like a pancake. I'm going to add it to my favorites so that I can find Please. it easily. That's, yeah. I've never seen one that size. What could that possibly be for? Is it a, a tarantula <laughs> or like a wood or what is it called? A huntsman spider. Like the kind that they have huntsman in Australia. Spider. Oh, are those a giant like, like rat size size of your ones? face. Yeah. Oh, awful. Like I want to go to Australia, but I'm also scared. There are so many things just lurking there. I know. It's another planet. It's like a, it is. They've kind of, I mean, I guess it's because they're so closed off. They just got their own brand of freaks. And But I have so many friends from Australia that I love, but I... Well, I, wonderful people. Just amazing The animals people. are... Too much. <laughs> way too much. It's crazy. We've got, I mean, it, all of these marsupials, spiders galore. Beyond. Snakes. Snakes that are large and swim in the ocean. Wild boars. Wild boars. That's a more normal thing. Let's kangaroos that can kick you. I saw a kangaroo in uh, real life recently. You did. His tails are, you know, they're, they're cute whips, in photos, aren't they? and they're just a giant, weird muscle, just kind of lying on the ground there. And God bless, but it's disgusting. Where did you see this kangaroo? <laughs> At an animal uh, rescue. Mm. And it, uh, I mean, it was a beautiful creature and I loved it. But you look did at the tail. I did. But you start looking at that tail too long and you're like, mm. Mm, this is so unnecessary and it yeah. just can't go away. It's just yeah. there for us all to see all the time. What do you think that pouch is like? Is it wet? <laughs> 
It must be, right? <laughs> I don't think it is. You don't think it's wet? I think it's like warm and like maybe it's sweaty, but I don't think it's wet. I think it's sopping wet. Really? It must be. No. It's like a wet bag. No, I don't think it's like a wet bag. <laughs> Annalise, what do you think? I, I know because I have the answer. What you does do? it say? First of all, I do not like the first sentence here. This fleshy pocket <laughs> is stretchy. Stop talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> is stretchy and slightly sticky. Oh. And opens horizontally upwards to lessen the chance wait, of the yarn falling out. Yeah, like it's like this. Yeah. But and you wait. enter from the top. Yeah. Okay. So do they just shimmy in? Into a sticky pouch. pouch. So we're not, we were both kind of wrong. Yeah, hearing that it's a sticky Dicky pouch actually makes it so much worse. It's like a movie like theater a, floor. Yeah, so, like you were like envisioning like a little sloshy bath, right. and I was envisioning just like a dry, cozy pocket, velvet. Yeah, that's like what I was a, thinking. Like a, a plush interior, coin purse or something. Yeah, yeah, like wow. a velvet sack. Who tested that out? That's the big question. Who stuck their hand down there? That feels like an invasion. Uh yeah, I <laughs> guarantee you that kangaroo was. Not pleased. <laughs> I mean, have you seen those pictures of like that buff kangaroo? Oh, of course. I like, you know, when people are like, I would, like, I'd hit it, whatever. I'm like, ugh, I'm terrified of that <laughs> thing. If that, like, this, if that came near me, I'd be like, ah! I'd be so scared. And the, I do not think it's hot. It's so jacked. Even on a person, I'd be like, oh, we're entering weird animal territory. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that at all. I'm so not attracted to people that look like they're like roided up. <laughs> it's it's just too much. We're exiting humanity. Yeah, I, I like, I want, I want someone, I want someone to look like soft. <laughs> <laughs> I like a little in between. Sure. Where it's like, you're, you're, Show me you take care of yourself, but also that you enjoy life. Exactly. That's what I need. Yeah. That's the sweet spot. And God bless our bodybuilders. We love them. They're they're lifting the weights. God How bless. did the kangaroo get to that shape? It's just fucking jacked as hell. I don't know. I'm like, is someone like giving this kangaroo creatine and like <laughs> teaching it it's how to doing like upper body it's exercise? It's like truly doing like trap bar squats. Like <laughs> I don't understand. This kangaroo is so jacked. And like, and actually, that is the correct question. Let's not Google the kangaroo, but let's ask how did this happen to the kangaroo? And is the kangaroo okay? It's not. Is it on steroids? It's probably on HGH. There's absolutely something going on. Yes. Because it wouldn't have gotten its picture taken otherwise. No. It would have been a regular kangaroo. Correct. Something Not a is, jacked kangaroo. <laughs> That's scary. It's being run through some sort of routine every day. Uh, I don't... I'm pulling up the picture. It Was it was it like in a zoo or did they just stumble upon this in the outback? I pray if they stumbled upon that in the outback... What I, else is there? I mean, what else that's is out the there? end of times. <laughs> I'm going to look up jacked kangaroo. I just, I can't. It's, oh my God, it's so scary. <gasps> Imagine being in the, in the, in the outback. Also someone like making <laughs> it sexy, but like, this is so scary. <laughs> it actually looks like frat bros that I once like probably yeah, it tried be holding to a have sex cup with. of beer or something. Disgusting. Oh, what is it doing? <laughs> Roger the Buff Kangaroo. Greta showed me one where he's kind of on all fours. Yeah. And has essentially become a can camel. I mean, 
it's oh, now that's scary. a good question I bring up. Are, ca- are kangaroos and camels related? They have kind of a similar face. No, they aren't because can- <laughs> <laughs> aren't kangaroos marsupials? Am I making that up? No, yeah, they certainly are. They're and, kind of the classic. And camels are mammals, correct? Interesting though that they both have kind of a freak uh, aspect where they <laughs> yeah, carry things. Yeah, yeah, because camels also have. They've got a giant uh, hump. Right, but they Just, don't. And now that's in- wet. <laughs> There, that's sloshing around. Yeah, that that that's actually a liquid sack <laughs> that's kind of just in there. I do wonder, and maybe a listener could write in with the answer, but evolutionarily speaking, why did the camel, like, what was the use of the hump? It's just to stay alive in the desert, right? I, I don't, I, it must be for something. It's just like it, I need to keep the water in me. Ha, probably. Are you looking this up? What is the reason why camels have humps? So, I mean, the first thing that pops up is camels gradually developed a hump and thick fur to help them survive the icy Arctic winters. I so see. Maybe oh. just with Pangea, it's Pangea, right? What's yeah. Called? Maybe with the movement of things, you know. Yeah. Interesting. And then they had like, they, they're snowbirds. They go to yeah. the heat. Interesting. Wait, really quickly, because you know I love talking about religion and Mormon upbringing. Were you taught creationism? No. Well, not specifically. That's a, it's a real and like an evolving, that's the only word you could use. I'm not trying to use a pun here. (laughs) Got to be very clear. Situation with Mormons where it's like kind of an embracement of evolution, but also a denial. Interesting. Because like at their college, I think... If you were to get a biology major, they right. would teach you biology. the correct science. Yeah, because like I do feel like like when I think of like BYU, for example, right. I feel like pre-med there. Like, right. You, you're not is... graduating and becoming a doctor with creation. Right. Right. But I do think the if you were to ask part of the larger population, you would get… Mixed reviews? Yeah, an answer that doesn't feel quite right. Or maybe like God created science. Or God took an extremely long time. Right. That kind of thing. Where yeah. It's like, oh, it wasn't seven days… One day was a billion years. Right. That kind of Got thing. it. Interesting. So there, you're trying to apply some level of... It's fusion. It's fusion. We yeah. love <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's Tex-Mex. <laughs> it is. It's, it's, it's evo-creationism. Yes. It's, a, it's basically a, an acceptance that the internet is there and you can find out the science. So let's try not to dance around yeah, it yeah, too yeah. much yeah. at this point because it's there. Interesting right. question, though. You weren't raised religious at all. No. Hmm. My mom was Catholic, but my mom called herself a recovering Catholic because she mm-hmm. hated the church. Right. And uh, my father is Jewish. Right. So I was raised in both. I had a bat mitzvah, sure. but I also, oh, but not really raised Catholic, but like my mom would. For to spend time with our grandparents, we'd go to like Easter mass okay. or like stuff like that, but and- not. And we celebrate Christmas, but right. But going to Easter Mass, or you're like, what? What is? What, well, I would I get here? pissed because I would be <laughs> hungry, and I was always dying for a um, communion cracker. Oh, of course, or a wafer. I wanted that wafer so bad. I was like, because I'd be so hungry, and I remember being like, Mom, like, please, like, let me get that cracker. And like, it looked so delicious because, like, you know, and it's and I. I do love, I broad stroke, I do not like religion at all. Sure, sure. But if it's a personal thing for you and it brings you peace and happiness, go for, go it. for it all the way. As 100%. long as you're minding your own business. Yes, exactly. But I remember, and I, 
I love tradition. Like, I, I, I'm fat. I don't love tradition. I'm fascinated by tradition. And I'm fascinated by these things that collectively as humans, we latch on to. Mm-hmm. And I think that symbolically consuming the flesh and blood of Christ is something like, of course, like, there have been 9 million horror movies made about it. And right, it's just right. an interesting idea. But the way that I would watch these people savor <laughs> their communion... In my child mind, I was like, well, this is the most delicious cracker on earth that I don't get. They don't allow you to have it. No, because I never had, I never was, um, my sister was baptized. I was never baptized. Okay. And I never went through, um, what is it called? Confirmation? Communion? Right. I never uh, did that stuff. Yeah, Mormons kind of do this with uh, what's called sacrament. They pass around bread and water. And I basically think if you're not Mormon, you're not eating it. Yeah, no. But because like when you eat the sacrament, bread. it's like, that's, but I, oh, but you guys get water. Like, it's not even fun. You don't even get any wine. It's like, basically like a little cup you would find at the dentist or something. Oh, awful. And you get a like sip sharing. of water. Oh, at some... least at like Catholic mass, you're drinking out of like a gorgeous goblet. Is it a shared goblet? Yes. Certainly not at this point. In this post-COVID world or who knows? whatever we're calling it. Who knows? Literally, wow, who just knows? Get a big slosh out of a goblet. Yeah. Do they call that goblet a grail? Probably. You never hear of a grail. But the holy grail. The, the, literally, the only time you hear it. The, no one's ever holding a grail or anything. No. But those must be called, somebody's calling that thing a grail. Or a chalice. Chalice. Oh, that's classy. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. Grail. Yeah. Mm. Buy a box of 12 at Ikea and that sort of <laughs> thing. I don't even, I guess it would be a goblet shape. How thing. depressing would that be if you were like... So, in, I mean, this is my, maybe, I don't want to ruffle anyone's feathers here that are religious listening to this show because, again, I support you. If it brings fully. you if some it brings sort you of joy. Peace and joy, 100%. Like, you know, I believe that, I believe in, like, vibrations and tuning into the universe over here. So, like, I'm no, I, I don't know anything. Just don't tell me what to do. But I would just like to say this. As someone that did grow up, you know, I was bat mitzvahed. Mm-hmm. I used to always think, how disappointing would it be to find out that like my kiddish cup, for example, this like beautiful thing that in my mind, and they are gorgeous, they're stunning, but then you flip it over and it's like an Ikea price tag. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, but this is supposed to be like old, right. sacred. Just priceless object. Yeah. Uh, theme wise, did you have a theme? I did. What was it? My name. Oh, interesting. <laughs> How does that work? Uh, when a child is raised by narcissists, it doesn't fall far from the tree. Um, how did name. it work? Well, here's how it worked. <laughs> My mother wanted a chic party. Okay. Oh, she, I'm sure, thought that like Broadway theme was like gauche or something right, like right. that. And... I was not really, like, I was an old lady trapped in a young girl's body. Sure, sure. So, like, if I could have picked a theme, it probably would have been, like, jazz music, honestly. <laughs> and, um, and then you get, like, the paper music notes. Yeah, and it just would have been tacky. Tacky, exactly. So, my mom was like, how can this be chic? And we chose my name. Okay. My mom got me a huge hot pink neon sign that said my name that I still have. Oh, It still works. And everyone got, my mom was friends with a man who was a chocolatier. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone got hot pink chocolate G's. This is incredible. 
then, only because my sister did it at her bat mitzvah, oh. everyone got boxer shorts that said, I danced my pants off at Greta's bat mitzvah. <laughs> And that was it. Wow. And then it was it was a very chic party. It was right. at the Thomas Jefferson Hotel in Washington, D.C. Wow. And my mom, the adults sat in one room, the kids sat in the other room. In the kids' room, it was catered by my favorite Mexican restaurant, Cactus Cantina. Still open? Yes. Ooh. I actually just ate there a few months ago when I went down to D.C. to do some shows. And I have to say... Not good, but I was thrilled <laughs> to be there. It's just not good because now that I'm here in Los Angeles, you're I'm right. spoiled you're rotten. Right. You've become a real snob about it. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, when you were eating it then, you were younger. No idea. When I was right. eating it then, I was like, give me anything with cheese and tortilla and I'm happy. But it's probably comforting. It is. There was something right. very comforting about it. However, what was not comforting about it was I ordered a skinny margarita <laughs> and I was like, God, I wish this was good. You know, because like <laughs> I would have loved to eat shitty fajitas, good margarita. That's dream right. scenario for well, me. Th- well, that is the thing. If somebody says a Mexican restaurant has good margaritas, that means it's a bad Mexican restaurant. Correct. Across the board. And it should be. But they're, I'm okay with focusing, that. It's a bar. Yeah, it's a bar. It's so a bar that serves bad food. Right, right. The distraction of a margarita. Correct. The boxers, did you like send out a survey like what size of underwear? No, I think it was like, I, I, I feel like it was like, I feel like it was like flip-flops at a wedding. You know oh, what I right. mean? Just it's take just what kind you of can a get. big old box. Yeah. <laughs> just root through this bag. Grab, of... grab hopefully your size. Fascinating. Yeah. And where's the neon sign now? In my home. Incredible. Is that yeah. on the wall? It's about to be hung because <laughs> we moved. This is wonderful. Yeah. So you really took something out of that. I really did. You know, somebody else has like a baseball theme and they've got an inflatable uh, bat or what have you. And- My husband, uh, he did have a theme, but I forget what his theme was. But he does have a giant life-size, not giant, he's a life-size cutout of himself <laughs> at that age. And he's like... He's so cute and he's wearing like a red like Kongle hat like Samuel L. Jackson like but it's like very kind of like fluffy beret style This is very uh, JTT. Yeah, and he had and he had all of his friends, you know, sign sign his So it sounds body. like he may have had a similar I mean his bar mitzvah was very similar to your thing. Yeah. Interesting. You found each other. Yeah, we did. <laughs> you found each other. God bless. I did go to high school with a girl who is iconic because her bat mitzvah invitation, when you opened it, was her singing to you to invite <laughs> her. Yeah. It was like a little recorded. Yeah, it was like, hello, come to my bat mitzvah. I am so excited to have you at my bat mitzvah. Yeah. How much does that cost? And I think, like, I spoke to her about it relatively <laughs> recently, and I think that, like, she has one that still works. Her family is still in debt. That, I mean, that's <laughs> wild. <laughs> wow. Good I for know. Her. Was there ever a theme, like, of somebody, like, a friend or a non-friend that you were like, this sucks, you're a loser? No, I mean, to be honest with you, I've, like, I, like, blacked out that whole part of my life. I, like, can hardly remember anything. I do remember being at one one kid's bar mitzvah, and it was so lavish. Like, it was so turbo. And the tables were, like, lucite, and they were filled wow. with orchids. And I remember oh being God. like, oh, my this God. This is irresponsible. Yeah, that was crazy. 
I always loved it when the bat mitzvah was like at the synagogue and then the party was in the like hall of the synagogue. Like, let's do that. That's nice. You know what I mean? Like, that sounds boring to me. Pare it down. It is boring, but when you look in high and when you look back, like, right, the waist. Yeah, oh my God. Right, it's like, right. save it. You know, you can hardly pay for a wedding these days without someone getting divorced. You know what <laughs> yes. I mean? It's like, I, I guess, if anything, celebrating someone turning 13 is more permanent than a That's wedding. That's very true. Very, you know, but some of the yeah, some of these parties are just out of control. Yeah, let's because it just makes you think. What's what's really the point of this? It's the parents wanting to be like, look how much money we've got. Correct. Who cares about our child? Yeah, we've got the money for uh, Cantina Mexican. Correct. Is that what it's called? (laughs) Cactus Cactus Cantina. Cantina. Shouldn't just be called Cantina. Everyone's like, wow, good for you. You have two hundred dollars to get like an (laughs) all you can eat buffet. Um, I think we should play a game. Mm. We're going to play a game called a gift or a curse. I need a number between one and ten from you. Uh, okay, five. Okay, I have to do some light calculating. And now, because we're striking, I don't know what the promotion rules are. Promote or recommend whatever you want right now. Okay. I guess be careful. Oh. You don't know if Fran Drescher's listening. Well, I will promote the following. I will promote this. I will promote you, number one, listening to my podcast, Senior Superlatives. It is so fabulous. And you can listen to Bridger on my show, which is iconic. I've said that word too many times, and then it becomes less and less valuable. And then after that, if you're in Scotland on August 10th, I am performing. I'm going to be at Fringe Festival in Scotland because that is the last thing I'm allowed to do <laughs> is perform live. So come and see my show at Edinburgh Fringe. This is an incredible advertisement for that. Yes. Scottish listener. Or if somebody's looking for a Scottish trip. Yes. Get over there. Get over there. <laughs> the time is now. Everyone knows Scotland in the summer. People say Italy in the summer. No. Scotland. Scotland. Scotland Bring your rain boots. <laughs> and your podcast is wonderful. Thank it's you. It's such a fun time. Thank you. Listener, do all those things. Okay, we're going to play this game called Gift or a Curse. Okay. I'm going to name three things. Okay. You're going to tell me if they're a gift or a curse okay. and why. Okay. And then I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. Okay. There are correct answers. Okay. Okay, number one, this is from a listener named either Ariel or Ariel. My apologies, one of those pronunciations. I can't imagine there's a third one, but you never know. Uh, Gift or a curse using a full ringtone in place of a text tone notification. Using a full ringtone in case of... Or in place of. In place of, meaning your phone does a full... Ring and not. I, I guess I'm a little that's, that's what I'm getting here. So, okay, in the scenario that I need to listen as if my phone is ringing when I receive a text, I'm going to say that's a curse because <laughs> how am I going to differentiate when it's a call or a text? You know what I mean? Like a text, I know. Okay, someone's texting me. I can take a second. A call. Someone needs me right now. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm going to say that to me, this is a curse. Right. Um, Because it, it seems unnecessary. Right. I like it when I know the difference between what's coming my way. <laughs> I like to know the difference. I don't, I don't want to hear that noise. And I'm like, oh, someone's calling me. And then it's not a call. Like, I get excited when people call me. Oh, it's a thrill. I love it. So for me, I would be constantly like let down all the time because then it's just, uh some fucking text, like, you know, you're due at your dentist at 10.30 a.m. on <laughs> September 10th, and I'm getting a full 
phone ring for that? That's a curse. Greta, wrong. <gasps> what a gift. Your what? phone becomes a nonstop noise machine. Awful. <laughs> I love the idea of somebody just, I mean, what is their phone doing? It's like, on do, fire. Do, 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 and then someone being like, oh, sorry, this is just text. For That's text. crazy. What's going on in the life of somebody I love? I need to interact with more people like oh my, this. Unwell. It's unwell. It's noise <laughs> pollution. Your phone really would never stop making noise. I Ever. love it. Oh, my God. I wonder what the—I I mean, apparently this listener has come across this sort of person. I wonder what the thought process is there. I don't—I didn't but even know that, that was an option. Public nuisance. I to love me, what I feel like doing. that's an app that they downloaded to, like, <laughs> give it a full ringtone. Right. I can't imagine that's an actual option. But I don't it, think it is. It's a gift. Ugh. Up and down, all across. Awful. Okay, zero so far. We hate it. Uh, number two, this is from a listener named Neil. Gift or a curse, coffee ice cubes. I'm very torn about this because, Neil, <laughs> you should know I I love coffee, okay? People say those annoying questions. If you had to give up coffee or alcohol, what would you <laughs> give up? First of all, <laughs> fuck off. But the answer for me would be alcohol. To not have the bean in my life, I would be a shell of a human. Okay, mm. first of all, I'm addicted. Okay, number one, I'm addicted. Number two, I love the ritual. <laughs> of course, you need something to count on each day. I, I, it's, it's all that I have. I have limited myself to two. Okay, two a day. Two a day. And I did. I got a treat on my way here. Mm-hmm. I actually stopped and bought myself a nice coffee because usually I do my iced coffee at home. Do you do a cold brew at home or a regular? A cold brew. Me too. And that's my morning coffee. It's fabulous. Mm-hmm. Is that an Americano? This is no. This is a cold brew. A cold brew as well. I'm yeah. Always I do, black. Yeah. I mean, look. I, and I. I love that. You want it pure. And I love. See, coffee commissary. What tweak, tweak sauce for me. Is it really? You go, I'm tweaking off it's that. It's like you drink gasoline. I'm like, woo! Yeah. <laughs> some, you need to find the, you're right. Some, you know, some beans do it to me. I mean, which will make me, I, I'm immediately mad. Yes. Well, because I don't like to, like, I used to joke that I knew I had enough coffee once my eyelids started twitching. <laughs> then I knew that I was like at the right level. But now I don't like that. I don't right. like feeling like, like panicky. Um, anyway. So, Neil, here's my feeling about the iced coffee cubes. When I go and get a nice coffee, I see the amount. <laughs> okay, coffee is a drug. It's Let's just say a that. Drug. Let's of just course. say it's a drug. It makes you feel better. Yeah, I, I, I'm dependent on it. Mm-hmm. I need it. So, when I go and get my dose, and then, you know, I, I rely on the ice. Right. To help balance out my dose. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm drinking it, I'm drinking it, I'm drinking it. It kind of smooths out, mellows out. It's like drinking liquor on the rocks, right? You're relying on that rock to slowly melt. And then you're just nursing kind of this, like, gorgeous beverage throughout your day. And it's kind of like, okay, like, we've tapered off. If you're giving me a coffee cube in my cold brew... You want me to drive off the side of the road, <laughs> having a goddamn heart attack, <laughs> tweaking, like being like, like crazy. Like you're basically, you want me to die, <laughs> essentially. You want me to die. I think it's sick. I think it's irresponsible. <laughs> I think, oh, there's too much ice in my coffee. Grow up, okay? <laughs> if, you, if there's too much ice in your coffee, ask for less ice or I have an idea, make it at home. 
where you control your eyes. I do not want a coffee cube. <laughs> I do not want that. I do not trust that. That feels scary to me. Um, so yeah, that's it. Like if someone were to be, if, if, I mean, thank God alcohol can't freeze because then we'd be in a whole sure. bucket load sure. of trouble. But like, even if someone were to be like, oh, I can put a shot of tequila in your tequila. Fuck off. No. <laughs> so you're saying gift. <laughs> people think, people are like, oh, and we're going to give you these coffee cubes. Look at how nice we are. No. You're wrong. You're being irresponsible with your product. You're absolutely right. It's a, I mean, it's a curse. We have to be so it's clear. It's a curse. The intent, I think, is so pure. Sure. Let's give more coffee. Give more life. Let's not water down the coffee. You're supposed to water it down. Yes. Putting a coffee cube in a coffee, you're entering an endless tunnel. You don't know when it's going to end. And like all good things, things must end. Yes, they have to end. Yes. And you, you also don't want to just drive off a cliff with your coffee. You need no. to be weaned off it. Yes. Once you're to the bottom, I'm now essentially drinking what's probably 50% coffee, 50% water. So I, I always say that this is the most interesting part of the coffee. Because this is when you get to decide, am I done? <laughs> or... Am I fully seeing this through? Because this is an acceptable amount. I'm going to take a picture so the listener knows. <laughs> because it's an interesting amount. You know, it's it's kind of the grave. It's like the, you're digging the grave of the coffee. And it's like, are you going to bury the body and swallow the whole thing? Or are you just going to leave it out there? You know, I'm and, burying the body every time. Me too. Because I'm not to sick. Bottom. I'm not a sicko. And uh, yeah, who knows how that's going to change my personality. And I have to find out. You have to find out. I I might get me in a fight with my boyfriend, or it might have I might have the time of my life this yeah. afternoon. Yeah, you never know. You never know. I've got to sit through Mission Impossible. You Going do. to Mission Impossible. Oh well, this is see now. This is when we could use a coffee cube. Right, <laughs> right. How long is that movie? Like four hours. Two forty-five. Oh, uh, let me tell you something. Me and Matt Rogers were driving to see James Bond. Mm -hmm. I'm in the car. I look at him and I say, "How long is James Bond?" <laughs> he said. Two hours, 53 minutes. Guess what we did? Turned around. <laughs> we turned around. I was like, I simply, simply no. Absolutely not. Well, I have a new rule. What? If a movie's three hours long, I see an hour and a half and I go home. No. Every time. What? And if it's good enough to go back, I'll go back. It hasn't been good enough yet. So you might, there's a, so you're leaving this movie. Is what I'm, you're telling me. I'm standing up and taking my life back. You I've seen are? four, I think four movies this year. I've seen, so I've seen two movies uh, total of the That's three movies, three hour movies. That's a fascinating thing that you do. It feels great. I recommend it what to What movies so many have you gotten up and walked out of? Avatar. I knew that I was going to walk out regardless. Easy. I just had to get a taste because yeah. everyone was doing it. Um, John Wick 3, which just didn't need to be three hours. I think it's John Wick 4. John yes. Wick 4. Yes. Yeah, the three, I mean, it's three hours, get, so we get the confusion. Get it. Here's the thing. I love Keanu and I, and I also love John Wick. But oh, it's incredible. We get, we get I it. I love the first three movies. We get it. Save that for an airplane. Yeah, we'll see. It's a lot of fighting. Yeah, it's a lot. It's like just eating a whole cake. I can't do it. Give me a much. slice. Those two, I saw Bo is Afraid, the first half. Mm. I was tempted to go back because some, some of the actors I wanted to see only appear in the sec yeah. second half. I'll wait for streaming. And there's one other movie that I can't even remember at this point. It was so forgettable. I love your kind of ethos about this where it's like, I want to support the arts, but I don't want to give my life to it. <laughs> 
you know, and that's kind of, it's very philanthropic of you. It's yes, very, it's my big heart. Kind of like ultimately. going back to the top of the episode, how you speak. It's like <laughs> very, like, it's dignified. You I know? live generously. Yes. <laughs> I recommend it to everybody. It's a, I think we should make it a new thing. Filmmakers around the world are screaming at me, but I don't care. No, they're not, actually. Because, well, I guess, hold on. I guess, like, Ari Aster would probably be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> right. But the studios are like, thank you for coming and seeing half the movie. movie. Yeah, seeing half the movie. <laughs> um, okay, well, okay, so you've gotten one so far. Yeah. Great. Finally, listener Paul okay. has suggested, gift or a curse, this is interesting, mail trucks. What? That's a necessity. Well... I, they're a gift. I mean, mail trucks contain gifts. <laughs> like, what? This is so crazy. That, did you say Paul asked this? Paul has written in. Has Paul ever received a gorgeous note or a love letter or a postcard or, or a package? Paul was curious. Maybe he had a good or bad experience with the mail truck. Well, it is probably like one of the biggest gifts we have on earth is the mail truck. This is, I'm like kind of shocked that someone's even putting this up for debate. I mean, it's what, it's what your dreams are carried in. Your applications, your jury duty summons, your, everything is in the mail. Greta. What? Do there not gifts. tell me. They are I gifts. love mail trucks. I love how me they too. look. They're so cute. I mean, They're if it's adorable. a curse, it's because I can't drive one myself. But then I get, I, I would know, love to get it, behind the wheel of me one. Me too, because you're on the, it's like you're in London. You're on the wrong side. <laughs> you're on the wrong side. You're driving a little box. It's so cute. And there are little slots in them that you can put right. your little, I, I love, I love. Timeless vehicle. I love the mail people. Oh yeah. We love the, the, what they're doing. I they're love them. Our little heroes they going from box to box. They truly bring joy to my day. And it's a mysterious thing. It carries all kinds of things. All kinds of things. Good news, bad news. Checks. Junk mail. I get the circulars. D- they're debt, filling my mailbox. Debt. Bills. Uh, mailers from Scientology from the last person that lived at your residence. Yes. You're really getting everything. Everything. Gift. Gift. Probably shouldn't have been up for a debate, but, you know, it's Why a good not? thing it's we pointed fine. it out. We got, yeah. to, we got to praise them. Yes. And they don't get enough praise. They really don't. Okay, you got two out of three. Decent job. It's like me in high school. Yeah. It's, a B. it's like a B. <laughs> it's not a B. It's a D, it's a C. D plus. It's a D plus. That is actually more me in high school. Uh, is two out of three really a D plus? I think it's like 66%. Oh, that's perfect. That's right where I want to be. <laughs> you passed. If I got a 74, I was happy. 74, yeah. It's like I kind of did the work and I like, yeah, I get thought it. about it. I got the broad strokes. D plus is I showed up. Yeah. kind of. And you know what life is all about? Showing up. up. <laughs> that should be on a button. It probably yeah. is. Okay, this is the final segment of the podcast. I said no emails. People write into I said no gifts mm. at gmail.com. They have questions galore, problems, whatever. Listener, you can also send in gift or a curse suggestions there. That's probably the best place to do it. Sometimes they do it on Instagram, and it's a little harder for me mm. to deal with. We love it, but send it to the email. Will you help me answer a listener question? Yes. Okay, this says, Hello, Bridger, and very disobedient guest. Insult. Uh, I need your gift expertise. I have a dear friend that is getting married. The bride and groom are early 40s, and this is their second marriage. What to get a couple uh, that have all of the toasters, china, also... What even is China? Well, it's plates. Uh, and bath... Well, uh, now I don't know. <laughs> I'm embarrassing myself. No, no, that's correct. And bath towels they need. Uh, also, I just... Oh, oh I'm going to read this sentence. Also, I just discovered the podcast. <laughs> Here we go. It truly brings... Uh, 
joy to me every week. I listen to it on walks and laugh out loud up and down the streets of my neighborhood. I'm glad wow. I'm reading the email. Now I said something mean about the China. I no, no, take it no, back. that was not mean. That was not mean. China, China, there is a differentiation. Help appreciated Ray. Thank you, Ray, for this question. That's a very good question. The couple's getting married for the second time. They've got I, everything. They've got everything. And I'm going to tell you three words that I live by. Let's hear it. Cash is king. Okay. <laughs> you might think it's weird to give your friends cash. It's not. It doesn't need to be cash. Write them a check. I love a check. So sophisticated. Mm -hmm. It's gorgeous. It's you eloquent. You get to see your handwriting. Yes. For once in your life. <laughs> You're revealing and something. And I just think a gorgeous note, a beautiful handwritten note, wishing them love and ba 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 ba, and then just say, "I hope, I hope you use this on a gorgeous memory or toward a stunning, a stunning time together or whatever it is." And then you put it on them. <laughs> you know, like, it's a shift of guilt. I just, I don't know when it's t second marriages. Right. They're, they're, yeah, you're not like helping them like build their new home or whatever. Chances are they probably already lived together. Chances are they're old enough. They probably started traveling together mm -hmm. or whatever it is. So I, you know, unless they have like a registry, which like you can go to, but if you want someone with more personality, either give a, again, beautiful note with a check or get you need to dig deep and get really creative. <laughs> yes. And like do that whole shenanigan, which frankly, who has the time? <laughs> We're all busy, busy, uh, Which busy. is why I just go back to, to me, there's nothing more intimate than someone wanting to give me some of their money. Right. Wow, you love me enough. You want to give me some of your... You get to improve my bank account. Gold. I'll take it. <laughs> I think that's perfect. I mean, while you were saying that, I had the realization, ask what they didn't get in the divorce. Yes, that's good. That's a good question. Yeah, what, what did you not get that you right. wanted? And then if you're a really good friend, you go to the ex's house, you break in, you get the <laughs> actual thing they wanted, you take it back, and then you get a fake passport and you go to Cuba. You're fleeing to Cuba. <laughs> yeah. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. Ray, see you in Cuba. Yeah. It's on my destination list. There we go. Perfectly answered. I don't think, think so. there's anything left to say about that. If Ray has a problem with it, I, I, you know, I don't know what else to say. Turn and also, off the Ray might be like, well, what am I going to do? Write them a check for $50? Sure. Sure. Absolutely. I'll take, if we're getting under, well, if it's a wedding, well, I'll take any amount. I don't. If it's a wedding, I'd say, I'd say over 100. Over 100. I think over 50 is acceptable. I agree. You're not going to want to get down to $5, but I'll, I'll take $5. But if these people are your good friends, something to consider. If you got five bucks to throw me, yeah, I'll buy a coffee. Or, I mean, I don't like this gift because I'm a bitch, but <laughs> you could always like adopt it, like like help make a donation or oh, like yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah, of course. For me, that's nice, but then I think, hmm. Then I think, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> then you always have to wonder, how much did you donate? <laughs> yes. Oh, you donated in my name? How much was that? Because if it was $10, honey, that sounds like something you did yeah. for yourself and you put, you in my put name. a very bad mark on my exactly. name. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. You're terrorizing me. Exactly. Wow. Perfect. Greta, I've had such a nice time with you. Oh, thank you. I've had a joy of a time with my you. My life has actually improved. I'm going to be able to kill all of the flies. Yeah. And it is summer. They're coming out. They're agitating me. Yeah. It's enough. They got to go. It 
gotta go. They're all around the lights. It's gonna I'm, well, be a murder you know, scene at this house because of me. I feel like I'm describing a me. disgusting. Yeah, home. there are, but there are flies. God, there are flies everywhere. Get- <laughs> it's disgusting back here. We are covered. How in do a you swarm. live back here? They're eating the meat I have yeah. sprinkled the pig around the yard. That you made me leave outside because you didn't <laughs> let me bring it in. <sighs> Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, listener. The podcast is coming to a close. You've got to move on, do whatever you need to do. You have my love, my strength, my support. I'm sending it to you. I want you to do the best thing you can do today. Do it. Enjoy it. End the podcast. Turn it off. I love you. Goodbye. I Said No Gifts is an exactly right production. It's produced by our dear friend Annalise Nelson, and it's beautifully mixed by John Brantley. And we couldn't do it without our guest booker, Patrick Kotner. The theme song, of course, could only come from miracle worker Amy Mann. You must follow the show on Instagram at I Said No Gifts. I don't want to hear any excuses. That's where you get to see pictures of all these gorgeous gifts I'm getting. And don't you want to see pictures of the gifts? But I invited you here. Thought I made myself perfectly clear. You're a guest in my home Follow I Said No Gifts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I really don't care. Just don't miss an episode. And if you like what you hear, rate and review the show. It's the least you can do. It really is. It's the bare minimum. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase I Said No Gifts merch. What a wonderful way to support the show. Support the show!